Hi, guys. Hey, hey. Hi, people of the internet. Oh, is this going to be high? I don't, I don't know that I love that I just introduced myself with a hey, hey, hey. but I did it, so here we are. Sassy. <laughs> um, welcome to, are we doing this or what? Or what? Or what, you know? <laughs> we'll what does that even mean? That. Or what? <laughs> or what? I feel like I'm threatening people. Yeah, I feel like it's also like a, it's like for me, it's more of like a kind of like starter person, like, or what? You know? I feel like I'm like, like, you know, throwing my chest out a little bit. I could see that for me. I want to, I want to fight somebody. But are we? I guess so. We're here. (laughs) We're doing it. (laughs) Um, Let's just, you know, quickly introduce ourselves. Um, My name's Brenna. And I'm Karen. Fun fact about us, um, we're roommates. Roommates. We're two very attractive roommates. No no need to toot our own horn. Mm -hmm. We're super cute. All about the self-love, though. (laughs) All about it. Yes. Someone has to give us validation. Two hot commodities (laughs) living under the same roof. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know. Driving up the rent price every day. (laughs) Using our hot water making trader joe's indian food trader that's, hostess. that's pretty much it trader joe's from a trader hose oh, if you want to sponsor us I'm such a trader hoe. such a trader hoe. <laughs> oh my god me too okay. and we hope you're gonna be a hoe for this podcast i love that <laughs> oh thank you sweep right thank in you. that i felt, I felt, like, I felt pretty <laughs> awkward saying it but i'm glad you hope you're support. hope you're a slut for this one oh, ladies yes. <laughs> we're, we're taking back all of those words oh my gosh no yes. i fully believe like slut is one of my favorite words to use because it's like you want to call me a slut yeah i'll be a fucking slut yeah Yeah, i'm a slut go ahead and call me a slut take that as a compliment thank you thank you that's a great thing to just have for insults too (laughs) like oh you want to call me (laughs) i'll be it for sure if that's what you want i have codependency issues i'll be whatever you want me to be slut yo i'm the biggest fucking slut you've ever seen in your life i'm codependent no problem love me <laughs> request not to die damn getting real so getting quick so, so quick. real so quickly um yeah uh i guess the, that brings us right into this me and karen yes. in west hollywood um we are living our best lives. Mm. Um, we're both 25 years young. Yes. Loving every second of it. We're having so much fun being in the 20s. Like everybody else in LA, we are not from this city. Yeah. So we are also discovering it like yes. a lot of people. But, you know, that's why we also think LA is honestly the prime experiment pool. Mm-hmm. I'm from the East Coast and I think. Like New York City, it is super, super diverse, and there's just so many different people that live here, uh, especially, like, the sayings, literally, as I said, nobody in L.A. is from L.A., so truly think, perfect place to study dating culture. Absolutely. And I'm getting a little ahead of myself here, because I'm talking about it before we even No, (laughs) that's totally fine, that's totally fine. Um, So just to give, first of all, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. We are so incredibly excited to be starting this podcast. Um, We've been talking about this for so long. We've been so like just fucking over the moon about it. And 
can't believe honestly that we actually are doing it i know we are but and we're, yes but we're doing so it. excited and you know I just want to start by saying happy Valentine's Day to you guys. Happy Valentine's Day. The day of, you know, just St. Valentine. St. <laughs> Valentine. Valentine's cliche. Cupid, Cupid. Love. Cupid shuffle. Great song. Insert Love. here. <laughs> Love. Love. Romance. Romance. Marriage. <laughs> Marriage. Marriage brings us together. <laughs> um, so just like, again, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, before we get started, if you have not given us a follow on Instagram, please follow us at Are We Doing This or What? Straight up Instagram, Twitter. We, Pretty much all social media. <laughs> yep. We are so excited to start posting on there. We have some great fucking content coming your way so make sure to follow and you're not gonna like get the good info until next time so yeah subscribe and then you'll be able to be notified for the next round which again we're so excited about uh we're planning on uh posting once a week we haven't really decided what day yet, but you know, stay tuned for that because we're in the mm-hmm. beginning stages. We'll say that it probably won't be Fridays, but we just truly loved, you know, yeah. the symbolism of launching yes. on Valentine's Day. And you know, Justin Bieber launching his album today. Oh, <laughs> changes. You know, I guess that track. I mean, I feel like Justin was such a big part of like us growing up. I think it only feels fitting. You know, that's that's fair. Incorporate that's, him. I'll give him that. Into our podcast launch. We need to get out of our comfort zone a little bit. We need to go out there and meet new people. I, on one hand, like went really hard and met yep. a lot of people and got mm. so many ridiculous stories out of it. Yes. And, you know, we're Karen is making her way into it see i'm well we're also we we have different timelines Mm -hmm. uh which Mm -hmm. is that i've also been single at this point for a lot longer than Mm -hmm. you have because my so my last relationship or like real relationship was in college um so don't worry because i definitely had plenty of my fucking crazy years but (laughs) also to that i am 100 percent coming out of like a hibernation state yeah no i feel it 100 percent. also using this podcast yeah. to force myself to get fucking back out there yeah and meet people and yeah we also yeah it was just kind of crazy we didn't actually know each other before we mm-hmm. moved in together which i'm a firm believer i tell so many people about this mm-hmm. Don't move in with friends. Move in with strangers. Oh, yes. Move in with strangers. If you, as long as you have like a good understanding of people, mm-hmm. don't live with friends. Yeah, no, I definitely hate it. make friends, friends out of a roommate. Like that's really, so much better. Yes, I mean no friends. I friends have not really worked out for me for sure. Uh, I think it's just it's hard. Obviously, like because usually your friends are the people you want to go to too. And you're like, Oh, like I want to hang out with you. I want to do like shit with you. They're not the people that you're like, I want you in my fucking space every single day. And Absolutely. feel like I have to give and your you're also not used to that. When you go to. from like friends to roommates, it's mm-hmm. like, so you would hang out maybe, maybe once a day, like depending how like yeah. close you guys are to suddenly being in your personal space 24 mm-hmm. seven. That's a very 
difficult place to be. Totally. And it's also, I think, completely different when you go from being roommates to friends. Exactly. Like, That's we my have, slogan. Because roommates, it's like we... Strangers to roommates to exactly. friends. It's been a very long game for both <laughs> of us. But it's also, I think that's always the best scenario because we live together. We've established that. And we're yeah. both very good at, like, having our own And space. I think, like, you know, going in that, like, schedule of things, going mm-hmm. from, like, strangers to roommates to friends, it's like we've started out knowing each other so intimately. And then we learned about each other in, like, a different aspect, like, in a friendly right, aspect, you right. know? Or it's, like, usually it's the opposite. But a little background, mm. when Karin moved in with me, we lived with my boyfriend. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. So, so, so much there was a changed. third person in mm. this scenario. And yes. it was, you know, we've we've grown a lot. Yes, that, that 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 is, a, I think, a perfect example, too, of just really, truly how much has changed. But also to, like, bring it back to our original point, I think the funniest thing we've also recently discovered is that we have had very similar pasts very similar experiences um we also uh our birthdays are like two days apart two weeks apart so So, you know astrology wise (laughs) we are on the same kind of like wavelength about a lot of things so it's also just been so fun to now be approaching this and like living in LA and everything having somebody that it's like oh wow you really do kind of like get where I'm coming from Mm -hmm. on this like level yes yes and also the other reason because of that is so many of our good dear friends are in committed relationships. Preach. And very, again, very happy for them. And if you are in a relationship and you're listening to this, that's amazing. We love love. Definitely this is not a place to feel discouraged if you're not single and ready to mingle. But that for us, especially being girls... It is nice to have another single lady. I will not yeah. lie. And I think that perfectly transitions, perfectly transitions into like what this podcast really is. Because I'm sure you're wondering, mm. you know, are we doing this or what? What does that even mean? <laughs> you know, it's, it's like such a great question. And no, it is, you know, like I said, this is a comedy dating podcast. We're both hilarious women oh, so funny. <laughs> let me just say we're pretty funny <laughs> but this is first and foremost a dating podcast this is not <laughs> how to get a boyfriend slash girlfriend this is not let's bash on our exes but you know let's talk about what this is because yeah. you know optimism totally. i think this is so much more about communicating about just starting a dialogue yeah. of what it's like to be in your early to mid 20s chatting just chatting <laughs> about how difficult it is to date and how yeah. difficult it is to you know understand people what people want mm-hmm. and to read people and to even more so like casually date yeah, like really- that's even harder yes just like definitely a general conversation about what is the culture right now yes because the other thing is too like we are both in places in our lives where we are not necessarily ready for serious relationships and don't like that also being said i'm not a super fucking cynical person but truly at this point in my life that is not what i'm looking for because i'm trying to work a little bit on myself 
That being said, the culture these days really kind of feels like you're either super wiped up or you're fucking. And there's nothing in between. And it is super weird and confusing, especially with social media. And I never thought in my life that this would be like a confusing thing to ask for from so okay background i'm heterosexual i am a woman attracted to men i never thought that this would be something difficult to ask for from men like all i'm you know let's get real personal all i'm looking for is someone to like have a good time with like get drinks with like make out with have some laughs with mm-hmm. and like you know nothing serious mm-hmm. but also like a more of a connection benefits. yeah and like more of a connection than just like coming over at like 2 a.m yeah. to like fuck because like, like you, you know text <laughs> yeah i want you know text me every once in a while like ask me how my fucking job is going like that's all i'm yeah. really asking for or also just like when we hang out we also just literally hang out yeah we like enjoy it's each other's not, company yeah, exactly. like I don't feel like that's so much to ask for. And never in my life did I think that Mm -hmm. that was like too much or not enough. And I'm finding myself in this spot in my life where Mm -hmm. like I'm not getting that reciprocated. It's either they like only want to like have sex twice. Right. And then they're like, okay moving on right or they want me to be their girlfriend and yep. it's like i don't know why there is no in between like i just yeah. physically don't understand it and i think it's like that's and that's the thing that's kind of funny because i think that you know the term like fuck buddies and friends with benefits like obviously uh have a lot of meaning and it's kind of like i think the ideals of friends with benefits not being like you know having relations with somebody you're already friends with and you're making it this like weird complicated Mm -hmm. gray area but like you're saying it's like we like each other there's a mutual thing and it used to just be called dating i would say right but now it's like it's not and it feels weird because again it's not the people don't dates clearly like we go out on dates but there just used to be so much more i feel like of a personal respect Mm -hmm. or honestly not even to go that far just communication yeah just like willing to like spend time with other people that's like talking to them and getting yeah. to know them outside of just like these weird little bubbles we and i think that does draw back to respect because it's like if you're talking to a friend like it's only respectful to reply to them within like an X amount of time. Right. Like it's literally just respecting someone's time management mm-hmm. and respecting, you know, like communication. And it's, it, it should be so much simpler than it is. And let me just like circle back to you saying like, who even dates anymore? What is dating? Which is yeah. such a like prevalent question in my mind. Cause in almost every other language, like, the term date just means you have like a physical appointment at that time that you need to be there. Like going oh, to a dentist. Okay. We're going real. Okay. Yes. Going to a dentist could would be considered like a date. Right. So it's like when you're spending time with someone, it's like that would be considered a date. But we have so much pressure on the word dating. Mm. Where it's like, no, we don't even want to touch it with a ten foot pole. It's like, no. Right. When it's like why do we why do we give the word dating so much power totally and i think it's also funny because it's like you know i'm all for casual things i think that's the other thing is like 
there's also this weird thing of like there's nothing wrong with like you know hooking up with somebody once and that's it or hooking up with somebody you don't know like if that you know whatever you want to do nothing wrong with that i feel like we should divulge our fellow listeners into a little bit about our backgrounds mm-hmm. so the you know as, as the episodes go on you guys will learn a lot more about me and karen's personal backgrounds but we mm-hmm. don't want to just bombard you with like our history but i think you know you guys mm-hmm. earned you're here Again. you're listening Again, it's it's a, we're chatting it's yeah. a conversation we're not we're not experts on anything no we're definitely no. not trying to have any kind of claims about Mm-mm. how you should how you do whatever but just more a general we're kind of what's going on and we're wondering what other people are thinking yeah. too so another tangent yeah i want to go back to the name of this podcast because mm-hmm. i realized i never explained oh it. yes 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 so are we doing this or what mm-hmm. you might be thinking like what the fuck does that even mean you know we're a comedy dating podcast but what does that title even mean to give it a little bit of a background one of my good friends she's a co-worker she is someone that is hilarious, gives me so much good insight on dating. So I trust her, her ability to like connect with people and to date. Like she, I feel like she's like an A plus dater. Mm-hmm. Um, when I met her, she was single. Mm-hmm. She was going on, I swear to God, like two or three hinge dates a week. And I was just looking at her as a fellow single girl. Like right. how on earth do you have the time or the energy, energy to do this <laughs> oh like God. to even go on those sites like that like that much a week to text people then oh that's what God. makes the story like even more like prevalent because it's just like she started hanging out with this guy and this is not my story but i think it's so sweet and it really just like resonated with me mm-hmm. so she was seeing this guy for like a month or so and I think they were like starting to get semi-serious, but they hadn't had the talk yet. And, you know, the coveted talk. It's like, who's going to bring it up first? How are you going to bring it up? How are you going to ask? Does does anybody even want to be in a relationship? Who knows? You know, it's like Mm -hmm. you don't know until someone says it. But one night they were meeting up at a bar like after work on like a weekday, both completely like sober. You know, there wasn't alcohol involved in it. They sat down at the restaurant before they had even ordered. And he looks over at her and just says, so are we doing this or what? (laughs) Which I just think is the most hilarious way to ask someone to be like your significant other. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like such a like it's so passive. And I just think it's it's so sweet. Mm. And I think he was probably like nervous and was just like, so we're doing this. Like, are are we together? I don't know. Cause everyone feels that way in these new relationships. Cause Mm. no one's talking about their feelings. No one's sharing, you know, their side of it until it's like all on the table, but it's just such a like 2020 way Mm. to ask someone out. And that really stuck with me. I thought that's like such an interesting way to say things. Um, Are we doing this or what? Yes. Well, actually, this brings me to my full circle, which I feel like maybe I should have mentioned earlier. But uh, since we were talking about this, is um, (laughs) so I guess this will be fun. So I am bisexual, and I, in some ways, it's like weirdly me coming out. But and that's Karen talking. Yes, (laughs) as Brenda stated earlier. (laughs) Um, But so I, but definitely, um, you know, I have 
had a pretty it's it feels it's always felt kind of weird to like claim that term because in this like whole scope of things it's definitely like weird to see how you fall into the lgbtq because i've never really felt like i could kind of take on that identity because i obviously it's a lot to take on yeah well i don't i don't have i mean i i walk through the world as a straight woman so i and i definitely have lived my life pretty much that way so it's definitely i been hard to not also just kind of fall into the heteronormness of it all and just not explore just because of honestly how easy it is and let's be honest it is pretty easy to um you know hook up with a guy <laughs> the problem is not really that i definitely know i could walk outside and probably find that not to like be a little whatever but so i definitely am also just going to be using this as an excuse for myself to explore and truly force myself to really like just get out of my comfort zone of the fact that it's just i'm conditioned to do that and it's so easy and to just you know, really allow myself to actually explore that side of myself. Mm -hmm. Um, And not just because, as pretty much I said so many times, because it's just easy not to. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I am excited to that. And that will definitely be an interesting experience because I have no idea how to flirt with women. Which I am so excited about because that's what this podcast is all about. It's like Mm -hmm. none of us have any idea what's happening here yes no, no, so no. like you are on the same playing like yes we are the same like yeah. i don't know what's going on with men no. you don't know what's going on with women either it's like, i don't know what's going on with either <laughs> like, don't know anything that's going on anywhere yes which brings me back to are we doing this or what mm-hmm. so like i was saying my friend maddie has such a cute story about this phrase you know, are we together or not? Are you going to be my girlfriend or not? You know, and that's a really positive aspect of this phrase, which none of it's negative. I think it's mm. it's more educational. Mm-hmm. But my experience with this phrase and how I got so accustomed to this and why I was so inspired by the phrase, so are we doing this or what, is because... When I left my relationship and then I, you know, was just figuring out the dating world and doing online dating for the first time in my life, doing oh, wow. casual dating for the I'm, first time I'm in my life. I'm honestly just making that fucking com- yeah. like connection no, right never now. Never even had a Tinder. Wow. Of, and I didn't even, had never downloaded the app Tinder. Wow. Oh my God. Wow. Because yeah. I've literally had boyfriends for my entire life. Like I never done anything like i know it's insane yeah no this is big so yeah i mean we are truly we're in it together guys exploring (laughs) we are knocking down doors we are having all kinds of firsts so you know i really because i thought the only way to really do this is to go full force and to really commit to this Mm -hmm. so (laughs) i was i was putting aside time like every day for like dating apps and it is a commitment it's, it's a like full-on time commitment the apps themselves are yes. truly a not even commitment. meeting people in person mm-hmm. the apps just yeah. swiping and messaging people designing your Holy profile shit. like that takes up so much of my life but i quickly realized that 
I don't really understand how men communicate, which mm. I had never realized before because I've always had boyfriends. Right. And I felt like I understood men because I've always had men in my life, but I've never had men in my life in right. this kind of scenario. Right. And not in Los Angeles in this way. It's like, yes, that I think that totally sums up kind of like what the culture is now because in this like power and being single it's like people now take any kind of commitment so fucking seriously. It's like they're terrified and of it. It's it, or it's like I'm only gonna fucking date somebody that I'm gonna like 100% gonna marry. Like that that's my wife. And since I'm not planning or my husband or whatever, and it's like since I'm not planning on getting married anytime soon, like why would I even like remotely consider being like in a relationship? And I think that's the part that's weird and missing is like. When did relationships all of a sudden have to be so serious all the time? Like, what happened to people that would just date for a couple months and it never got super serious? And, like, that that's the part I feel like that is missing. And that's exactly why. It's like, are we doing this or what? Like, it seems so crazy that two people at this age are going to, like, start dating each other and be in a relationship mm-hmm. because apparently... That means that's such a weighted or like heavy thing now. So, so back to are we doing this or what? <laughs> um, it it just means so much of like so like are we gonna get drinks or what? Yeah, are we, we are. are we going to text? <laughs> Or or what? You know, because you never really... Am we supposed to be texting right now? I don't know. You know, are we, are we going to have sex? Or what? Mm-hmm. Are we going on a second date? Or what? Are we are we going to even talk on Hinge or are you on Bumble? Are even going to ask me to hang are you, out? Are we even <laughs> going to like ever even talk about hanging out? Or what? And I just found myself being... I felt like bamboozled by these mm-hmm. men who like showed interest in me Mm -hmm. and I just could not figure out their communication at all. Totally. I just could not, like I was so used to guys being so forward with me and just straight up asking me on a date and them fully pursuing me for like Mm -hmm. months. Totally. And, and this was like, I have to like equally put an effort, which I think is very good for me. You know, everyone, Mm -hmm. everyone should feel validated. Yeah. For sure. But it just opened up this like Pandora's box of like dating is so fucking difficult. It yeah. really is. And I don't I don't necessarily think like dating is difficult, but I think understanding people mm-hmm. of our age yeah. in a romantic way. And I think is difficult. Which kind of sounds yes. like dating. And also like again, because this we really as as we said, like well, this is just us talking. This is like a podcast for everyone. Like, uh, we both are people that have a lot of like male friends and also brothers. And I've talked to so many of my guy friends, and I've talked to like just so many guys our age, and they're they all have the same questions. They all are like wondering. They all have their own what the fuck does this mean? And what are you looking for? What are you trying to say? And girls are so confusing. And just, like, there's so many mixed messages out there. So it's also, like, you know, it's not just us scratching our heads being, like, what the fuck is going on? It's, like, a mutual feeling that everybody is experiencing. It's everyone. Even people who, like, 
my closest friends that I go and talk to who have been in like five year long relationships, Mm -hmm. people who are like currently like dating a bunch of people, like no matter where you are on the spectrum of dating, Mm -hmm. I tell them about this, like my dating stories and everyone is just like, what? Mm-hmm. Like no one understands how to communicate with people. Yeah. It's like whether you're a, a woman, a man, yeah. transgender, non-binary, like no one understands what's happening here. And so that's exactly why we're here because we don't get it and we realize no one gets it. So why is there no dialogue right. for what's happening? Because we needed to sit down and talk about it. Yes, we really, really do. And I think, again, like, not to bring it back to, like, our age, but the we, uh, like, it's our generation is kind of an interesting thing because we're technically millennials, but in reality, we're so much closer to Gen Z. You know, obviously we don't have anything compared to like what kids have today now. Like I can't imagine what it's like, you know, having Snapchat and like even Instagram and TikTok. TikTok. But we <laughs> had like as early as I remember of like fourth and fifth grade, AIM instant messaging, the OG. And the amount of like, like looking back on it now, it's like, that's where we all first started in my school saying like, oh, if you had a crush on somebody, that's how you communicated. That's how you talked. And it was already like putting up this kind of like digital wall of you like, that's how, uh, like, I think when I was 12, like that was the only way like the boy and I that liked each other would talk would be on instant message. So I need to ask, did you ever play Club Penguin? Yes. Oh my God. I love Club <laughs> So that brought me back so much. And it wasn't like fourth grade. That was like seventh grade. I flirted but out Club that Penguin is, That too. is how you communicated with your crush. Like I remember yes. so vividly, oh you would come home from school and everyone, I remember everyone be like, go to the mm-hmm. pizza parlor at, you know, yeah. 4.35 exactly. and we'll oh meet there. God. And I just remember like going and I'd find my crush like oh my gosh it's him I need to go talk to him with my fucking penguin and my igloo I had the fucking sickest igloo though like I got my mom to pay for premium and neopets too Ooh, I love neopets but we but so funny too is like what we would literally do is like because this was before we had cell phones not before they existed but we just we were too young we We weren't contemporary enough yet um and it was so you would literally and landlines were still relevant (laughs) so we would literally that's what you would do is like i if you were anything you would fucking work up the courage to like call somebody's landline and be like can you go online right now so we can talk i remember being so nervous it was call a guy's house i remember asking like what time are your parents gonna be there because if Mm. their parents picked up and they didn't it was like i would hang up yes like i'm Um, not speaking to a mother it's like no i mean again it was just it's such a funny thing to think about now of being like oh let me call you on your landline to be like can you go on hey i am hey where are you on club penguin like i can't find you (laughs) come to my igloo oh my god i remember always being like igloo party at my place at 
four forty-five. Oh my god! I thought it was the, the fucking funny, shit. The funniest thing about Club Penguin too is that you. It was also one of those games that you like actually couldn't do anything on the game. I know. It was like what you could actually do on the game was so limited. It was like you could like change outfits and venues and like walk up and like and chat like with play people. a couple games. You just literally could talk. chat with people, and the games were like those like, oh my god, it's so ridiculous. But I miss Club like, Penguin. It literally, exactly. <laughs> it just seems so much point, more forward. Like we really are the first generation that had like this pure form of communication just at that young age when you're first starting to like like people. So it really is like we've all and in middle school, it wasn't just like crushes. It was friends. It was we always I've always grown up with feeling like it was so much easier to text someone and write out like what I was feeling versus talking them in yeah. person or like an Instagram photo. Yeah. Like honestly, it's really sad to think about like if you are trying to hit up a person, mm-hmm. one of the first things I think about is like semi a way of like passively communicating with people. Yes. It's like, Oh, I see you double tap, yep. you know? Mm-hmm. And well, like how like, easy yeah, is that you to talk do? about that. That's, like, that's the that's power in fucking stories. Yes. Ugh. It's like post a story. Just see if like just that one person watches it. Don't even get me started. That, well, that, that. And that's why when I was, that's the bane of my existence. Literally. Yes. Did he watch it? Yeah, exactly. Did he watch it yet? Did he watch it yet? Did, he, did his it's ex-girlfriend like, watch it yet? It's like, his sister watched it. His mom watched it. She still follows me. Why has he not watched it yet? <laughs> oh, he watched it. Okay, everything's fine. Go back to normal. But anyway, I know I've been really trying to put myself out there and like put in the work to just meet other people and just like have right. new experiences. And I am learning so, so much. Mm-hmm. so much so to give even more background I have been I've had a boyfriend basically since I was like 14 oh yes you're one of those I am one of those mm-hmm. and it's never been on purpose mm-hmm. but I've always been boy crazy and again I don't try I don't <laughs> I don't tell you you guys drive me insane but my mom always tells me like my brother, who's a like a year older than me, I would kiss all of his friends. Oh, I was like two, mm-hmm. and yeah. I was just like running around with I these three year old boys, like trying to kiss every single one of them. Like mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with boys, not that much so. You guys aren't that great, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I've always had a boyfriend. I've never like casually dated ever mm-hmm. any guy I've like ever seriously been on a date with. I dated for over a year. Like, yeah, it's wow. just, like, I am such a committed, I'm a girlfriend type. Mm-hmm. And again, I never wanted to be. It's never a goal of mine. I just always fell into these relationships. Mm. And so I dated, my last relationship was over four years. Yeah, wow. We lived together. This was. Which again, that's like, you know. That's what? a long time. It's a big percentage of your life this far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this guy was the guy who was living with. Me and Karin. Oh, yeah. So Karin, Karin knows him. I've got all the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask her. <laughs> I'll tell you anyway. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, I dated this guy for a really fucking long time. And honest, like, I finally, like, got the guts to end it because I'm terrible at ending things. And Cause we're codependent. Cause we're codependent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even if you song. end it with me, I'm really bad at ending things. 
But um, so I was in relationships for as long as I can remember. Like as I had a boyfriend, like that Mm. was just how it was for me. I never casually dated. I never like saw someone a few times and it didn't work out. Like that just wasn't something that ever happened to me. We just fell in love and Mm -hmm. a year and a half goes by. But again, I would also say to that, it's like, even if you're not like, you know, you're, you obviously, I like, there was a girl in my high school who like very manipulatedly, like she had her next boyfriend lined up before and like, and by lined up, I mean, cheating on her current boyfriend yeah. with this new boyfriend. Yeah. So it was like literally like a bum, 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 bum. Whereas in with you, I feel it's more just like kind of what we're saying too. It's like, we both like relationships with people. Mm-hmm. I like talk, like we I like crave. having, we crave it's like that. it's for me, it's like I, in any casualness, like even like people that I've hooked up with, like in the most casual setting, I've always like kind of been their friend in like that way. It's like, I like, but, like, you know, I like the relationship. But, I like to chill. Let's talk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's hang out. Dude, yeah. I'm a bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, absolutely. But yeah. anyway, I've always been in relationships. And after I ended it with my long-term boyfriend, I instantly got into another kind of relationship. Oh, yes. The, qu- the rebound relationship. I, rebound, but like a weird... Just, it was like you know, the emotional rebound, oh, I feel like. Absolutely. Emotional rebound. And it it was the exact same pattern I've done mm-hmm. my entire life. Mm-hmm. I instantly, like, jump onto another person mm-hmm. and just, like, give all of my energy to that. And it ended up being fucking terrible. Oh, yeah, And it left me in a position of, like, where the fuck am I? Like, what do I do now? And mm-hmm. so I just straight leaped into dating. Like I was on all of the dating apps. I was just talking to as many people as I can selectively, you know, respectfully. Well, also to say, I think this is a good point to bring it of like not looking for serious relationships Yeah, because we're both in places of we want to, we need to be doing some personal work so that we don't, you know, every time when we get into a relationship, automatically make all of our wants and needs whatever the other person Absolute wants and needs. Preach. Because that's not good for anyone. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so exactly that of like, yeah, if I, which has happened to me in like the, like however three years since my last relationship, when I've been in kind of like almost relationships and one of like one person I almost ended up actually dating, it was like wild when I got out of it to realize like, oh, wow, I just like two days completely made my personality about that person mm-hmm. of like, so quick. oh, I don't want to watch this show, but you want to watch it? Okay. <laughs> like, okay. And, it's, and that's like, and that's the crazy <laughs> thing is it's like the fucking most mundane decision yeah. that it's like, that's what you want. That's fine. And you never notice it <laughs> yeah. in the moment. You will never sit there and be like, oh, I am selectively making a choice that mm-hmm. is not mine and I'm doing it only for another person. Right. No, you're never going to sit there and well, realize that. Yes. Like, and that's because also like for people who don't know much about codependence, I think that the big, the best way to frame it is, it's like your baseline is you're okay when everybody else is okay. Mm-hmm. So it's ultimately, that's why you don't really truly know what even you want because you're just so concerned with 
other making other people happy. It's like, oh, I'm easy. Yeah. I don't have. I don't, oh, don't I'm worry so, about me. Don't worry about me. It's like, I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine. I'm with the flow. Yeah. I'm chill. I'm a pro. <laughs> like, I'm a pro. I'm a fucking pro, yo. It's cool. I, I, I roll with the punches. And that is why we're also both here. Because, yeah. again, we don't want to be celibate. We don't, uh, for reasons we will also get into, want to just be, quote unquote, fucking. And we also, yeah, just not ready to dive into anything yeah. serious. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I got to date myself like, a little bit, too. Yes. Because it is. I think this is even more so a Los Angeles thing. I mm. love, even when I go on a date that's not great, mm. I leave there thinking, I'm glad I met someone new. Totally. Because it's, it. not to make this about careers, mm. but it is, I feel like, so important in large cities to know people and totally. to have relations and to just, you know, put yourself out there and to meet new kinds of people who are not yeah. like you. I think that's, like, so important. So even, like, if there, uh, there's a date that's bad, mm-hmm. like, I still leave there feeling grateful to have met somebody yeah. maybe again that sounds like a very codependent no, no, thing after no, I said I think, it no that's but no that's ex- <laughs> no again that's like, like but again that's literally why we're doing it which is I think part of this thing is like we're all talking about like the dating culture or whatever and that's why we're also we wanted to approach it this way for ourselves because we're forcing ourselves to like take out any of the pressure on dating and just recognize it's like we're just going out to meet people we live in this like awesome city with like literally so many people here so many different like types of people to meet so why not just fucking go on a date maybe it sometimes it's a cup of coffee sometimes it's whatever it is but it's getting to know someone and at the end of the day maybe it's just an hour of your time and you can give i can give an hour to anyone in the goddamn world and that's the that's the 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 quote that we found that we think is perfect too is it's like you're interested in being interested so in general we're reframing these dates Cause it's, yeah, we're just trying to meet people and get ourselves out there and still like create connections. And I think also just as people, it's so easy because once you like get a little bit older and you get out of whatever kind of like, you know, teenage angst or whatever you have for FOMO and feeling like you have to be at certain events, the power you relish and being like, oh, I don't have to go out or oh, I do not have to hang out with these people if I don't want to. I know, again, for us personally, sometimes that can swing way too far in the other direction where you realize like, oh, I'm not really meeting people because every kind of chance I have to meet someone, I'm just automatically assuming I'm not going to like have a good time or there's going to be nobody worth meeting. Mm-hmm. And that's just a very stupid way to look at things. Yeah. So me and Karen, we both want to go. We, we want to push ourselves to go on as not as many dates as possible, but we mm-hmm. just want to get out there more and say yes more and yes. take that chance to, you know, get a coffee and to just do like the really casual things of meeting people. Go on a sober date. We'll, we'll talk about that later, but that's very hard for me. That's, that's, no, I, oh, it's hard for me. It, I, that's why I had to emphasize it, because that's like the crazy thing we'll do. Like what? I can't even fathom. A, oh, that makes me want to pass out. A girl did just suggest to me, though, and I will say it's this fun. one share. Uh, she asked me if I wanted to go to Disney World, 
and I was like, "Wait, Disney World or Disneyland?" Okay, whichever, like you're going to Florida, I was Karen? Like, okay, I was like, "Okay, whatever the one's here." That's a bit much. <laughs> First date, flying um, to Florida. Florida, also two women flying to Florida on a date. I don't know if that's a great idea to begin with. That's a bad but, idea. Yeah, she was. I mean, literally that. She was like, "Oh my god, we'll be the gayest princesses they've ever seen." Oh my god, I was I love like, that. you know what? Disney goodie is a little bit of that. Disney needs some. But gay. also, just literally that. Like, go to Disneyland on the date. Okay, sure. Yes. Why not? Like I was. Why saying, would I say like, no to that? Yes, like that is just twenty twenty. It's like saying yes. But like Worst first scenario, I'm at Disneyland. Absolutely, all the time. Like, leave her. I'll like, go, oh yeah, I will <laughs> go hang out go with Mickey on Splash Mountain and <laughs> have myself a time. But um, yeah, we just want to like go out and meet people, mm-hmm. and then like come to you guys and share our stories. Like I've you know said earlier on, I've already been on quite a few dates, and I just I'm one of those people I don't know what it is about me but I just have weird stories like I meet interesting people weird things happen to me like every time I go on a date I come to work the next day and everyone just goes what happened in your date and I'm like you will not fucking believe what happened on my date let me tell you which is another great inspiration because everyone just wants to hear about my dates because they are so ridiculous Mm -hmm. and the thing is is i know everyone has the same kind of ridiculous stories Mm -hmm. so me and karen we're both gonna get ourselves out there share our dates share follow-ups like i would you know we're so excited to say you know i met this guy or this girl last week and you know, we went to this bar, we had X amount of drinks, this happened, we met on this dating app, and then we'll follow up and say, you know, I was really into it, and we're still texting, we might go on a second date, but we haven't decided, you know, just like the follow-up of it, and just bring you guys along as we just kind of casually date and try and figure out together, like, what the fuck are any of us doing here Mm -hmm. it's just like this uh, we want to start a dialogue we want to just experience it together but then we also want to you know take it a step further and interview people we want to bring people on of every age every race be us every single you're gonna get so tired of us i swear to god but um and as we said like we're no one we're definitely not approaching this yeah. at all offering any kind of advice or ha- telling people how to do anything mm-hmm. that's if if you cannot tell by this point that is clearly not how we, don't know we shit. feel and <laughs> yeah so it's like we and also we want as we stated just like we want this podcast to be for anyone like maybe you're listening because you are in a similar place maybe you are in a like happy committed relationship and if you still want to listen because you're curious or you want to live vicariously through us or maybe you just want to know what's going on so you can give your single friends some good advice and have something to back it up but it's really truly for everyone and we also will be in inviting like so many of our friends so that we can also like just be talking about other different experiences and make sure that we're really just being inclusive and getting just as many authentic experiences as we can um 
because that is also how you have the best kind of conversation. Absolutely. You gotta and that's how you learn. everyone, you know? Every, like, personality test that I have to take at work, my, like, number one thing is learner. Like, yes. I, I want to learn. Yes. Tell me what you've got to say. Definitely. I want to know. And feel like corny and cliche, like, using all these words, like, w- the time of, like, what is the culture? Like, what, like, what is really going on? What are all of these, like, things? But... God damn it, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. What is the culture? And I do feel so validated by the fact that Mm. I know for a fact that Mm. no one else knows. Yeah. Like, nobody understands Mm. what's happening here. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you haven't already, please subscribe to wherever you are listening to this. And also please follow us on Instagram at are we doing this or what? You know, straight up yes. handle. Follow, like, swipe. We have right. so much coming at you guys in like the next few weeks. We are so excited to share this with you. Um we just have so many ideas and we are so happy to be sharing this journey mm-hmm. along with you guys. So we would love if you continue with us and listen to our hilarious stories and listen to our banter. And also we are going to start doing questions of the week on mm-hmm. our Instagram, yes. which if you follow me, Brenna on Instagram, mm-hmm. I am a huge advocate Blue of Jean questions at, at Blue Jean Birdie <laughs> without an eye. Um, <laughs> I'm a huge advocate of questions of the day just to get, I love people's opinions. I love feedbacks. I have a really fucking great dating story to tell you guys next week. So definitely tune in for that. I promise. Hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll we'll, we'll tell that story and then hopefully have like three other hilarious stories from today to talk about. And also we'll hopefully be uh, announcing somebody that will come on in the following week as our first guest. Mm -hmm. Uh, and we'll get into all that then. <laughs>